in all the world, there's only one. This is the Growing Boulder Radio Show. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's listen to this for a second. There's some great piano coming up on this tune, and you've heard it a million times, and I bet you never thought about the guy who played it. I'm Bill Schaefer. Mark Middleton's over there, and our next guest is one of the most respected and sought-after keyboard players in the history of rock and roll. He's played with Clapton, Harrison, the Allman Brothers, and, yes, these very same Rolling Stones. In fact, he's been called the sixth Rolling Stone because he's been playing and touring with them for more than 25 years. And as if that's not enough to get him on this program, folks, he's also an internationally respected expert on forestry and conservation. He's a two-time winner of the Georgia Tree Farmer of the Year Award and the prestigious National Outstanding Tree Farmer Award here to talk about stones and trees. Let's welcome Chuck Lavelle. Hey, Chuck. Mark, Bill, you guys rock. Man, we are thrilled to have you. This is a, this is a great day for us. Tell us where you are. Are, are you on your farm in Georgia right now, Chuck? Actually, no. Uh, my wife and I are up in the beautiful mountains of North Carolina celebrating her birthday. So uh, we, we're just having a, a rare and wonderful getaway for the two of us. Well, we know you're a big family man with a wonderful uh, marriage, and maybe we can get to that in a moment. But take us back to 1982. How did a guy from the South get hooked up with the Stones? <laughs> well, it's a bit of a story here, but I'll try to make it brief. Ch- Chuck, is, is, it, no, Chuck is, I, is it Chuck? Is it because you guys had the same accent? <laughs> not at all. No, I'm afraid not. Uh, no, uh, it goes back to the Allman Brothers band days when I was with the Almonds in the early 70s. I befriended Bill Graham. Uh, you guys will probably remember. Oh, yeah. Some of your listeners will remember that he was kind of known as the impresario of rock. He ran the Fillmore East and Fillmore West uh, facilities, very famous for the 60s and 70s and also uh, just was a big proponent and a promoter of rock and roll in general. And he became the tour director for the Stones uh, in 1981. And uh, uh, I had befriended Bill during the, those Almond Brothers days, and he did a lot of promotion for the Almonds. And he suggested to the guys that they give me a try. Well, I went up for an audition, and luckily I got the gig. So last year, what, you wrap up like two years on the road with the Stones on the Bigger Bang Tour they're on? So what's that like for a guy who, who's a grandfather? <laughs> hey, man, I love what I do, you know, and how, how lucky am I to be able to do it with these wonderful artists that I've, I've had the pleasure of working with throughout the career. And, uh, you know, yes, it, it, with the Stones, you kind of sign on for a pretty long ticket there, uh, and it was two years exactly to the day, actually, that we toured. Uh, I don't think it was really meant to be that long, but as you guys will remember, uh, Keith Richards had had a little fall out of a tree, <laughs> and uh, and we had to cancel some dates and reschedule, so that was why it wound up being uh, that long. But nevertheless, it is a big machine, and when it gets cranked up, uh, it has to go for a pretty long time. And, and that's fine, you know. Um, gosh, I just love what I do. It's a joy to work with those guys. And, of course, I do a lot of other projects uh, when we're not working with the Stones. Uh, as you know, I have a new CD out now from a tour that I did after the Stones finished up, a uh, tour that I did of my own in Germany, and it's called Chuck Lavelle Live in Germany, double-disc set. Nice. And I've been having a lot of fun with that. 
Let's talk a little bit about uh, you know y- your interest in forestry, Chuck, because I think a lot of us have a vision of uh, of a rock band in the tour bus, uh, you know, smoking dope or doing whatever rock bands do on tour bus. But as the story goes, uh, you're actually studying a correspondence course uh, in forestry. Is that true? Well, I completed that course many, many years ago. Actually, um, the the story on this is that my wife's family, uh, and my wife is named Rose Lane, and by the way, we you mentioned something about it earlier, but we celebrated our 35th anniversary this year. Wow, so congratulations. Thank you. We've been partners in crime for a long time. But my wife's family has been uh, connected to the land in one way or another for literally for many generations. I mean, her father was a farmer. He also tended forest land. Her grandfather the same. And some of the land in the family uh, actually goes back to King George III land grant days. So there's there's a, a, a rich history of heritage of stewardship of the land in her family. Well, in 1981, uh, her grandmother passed away, leaving her about 1,200 acres of land and what was known as the home place, which is where we live now. And, and you know, this responsibility of carrying on the stewardship fell on my shoulders. And so, you know, I, I didn't want to take it lightly, guys. You know, I, I, first of all, I, I've always been interested in land and land issues, land management, and doing the right thing by the land. And having this responsibility fall on our shoulders, I wanted to make sure I had good information, educated myself, and indeed uh, went through a correspondence course back in the 80s when I was touring with the fabulous Thunderbirds, so uh, doing the homework in the back of the bus or in a dressing room whenever I could. And very useful course, got through that, and then we began to uh, plant trees and manage our own family forest. You know, and you, you wrote a book called Between a Rock and a Home Place, called one of the best rock autobiographies ever. And, and really, Chuck, one thing I really have to ask you about, I mean, there are a lot of great keyboard players out there, but you've played with so many great groups and gone on so many great tours. It, it gives hope to people out there that that, that it is possible to, to live your dream and, and, and exceed your expectations by a mile. Is that lost on you? Do you understand what what your life has been? Oh, man, listen, I, I count my blessings every minute of every day. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have been so fortunate and, uh, you know, a privilege, a true privilege to work with with all of these great artists. Uh, you mentioned Eric Clapton and, and, of course, the Stones. has been a long time. I, I mentioned the Allman Brothers years ago, and, and I'm fortunate to do some session work um, here and there, and I, I love doing all of that. And, you know, I, I think what's been so blessed in my career is that if a musician has some success with one band uh, uh, in, in his career, I think that's that's uh, you know that's wonderful, and, and people celebrate that. But it's just been extraordinary for me to be able to work with this myriad of, of talent and learn something here and apply it there and, and enjoy it in all kinds of different settings, different types of tours, different recording situations, and and again to. Uh, be able to dabble a little bit in my own solo projects. So, uh, yeah, man, I, every every waking hour I'm counting my blessings, and I do it in my sleep, too. So. Beautiful.
Well, Chuck, you're a gentleman, a heck of a nice guy. I wish we could go on and on. Uh, just a great interview, folks. His CD is live in Germany. His website is chucklevel, L-E-A-V-E-L-L.com. Charlene.com is the website for his forestry operation. Get his book, get his CD, and learn more about this amazing American. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dale McCowart, former Winston Cup driver down at Daytona Beach. I never won a race, but I never lost a party. There's four things in life I love. Fast cars, pretty women, wild parties, and the Growing Boulder radio show. If you're not listening to the Growing Boulder, you're growing weaker. 